Casey. Hey, Jacob. I got a question for you. What's up? What do a young time traveler in pursuit of love and happiness and a single mother navigating the troubles of raising her boy with a good father figure have in common? I don't know. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because this week I watched About Time. And this week I watched Look Who's Talking. And now it's time to make the movie, the movie connection. connection. Welcome everybody. Hi there. My name is Jacob and I am here with my sister, Casey. And this is the podcast, The Movie Connection, which is a podcast where, you know, in an effort to broaden our individual movie horizons and just to stay connected in general, we decided to connect over something we both really enjoy. Movies! Movies! And so each week we assign each other movies to watch, uh, usually that we haven't seen before. Um, uh-huh, this uh-huh. week is an exception, uh, but you know, um, and then we watch them and then we sit down to discuss them, review them. And then we try to figure out, Hey, is there any connective tissue between these two different movies? Any connection, any connection any at all. whatsoever, any little thing, anything. I mean, yeah, little as a baby, big as time travel, time travel? <laughs> <laughs> if you will. Um, yeah, man, and it's been pretty fun, and, uh, you know, we manage to find connections each time, and, uh, sometimes the results are pretty interesting. Yeah, that's true. These movies are kind of a weird mashup, right? Definitely. I mean, definitely, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say these are an ideal double feature. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, Although, uh, one is, like, so much lighter than the other that it's sort of refreshing if you watch it in the correct order. True. And, wait. <laughs> which I did. So, which order with... Okay, so serious one About first. time first. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even though it's, like... I mean, we'll get into it, but... <laughs> But I think that you're better off probably if you watch that one first. Yeah, true. True enough. True enough. Um, Yeah, so I watched About Time, which I didn't realize, like, this was made by the Brits. This was. It was made by a very, very famous uh, director who did movies like um, Love Actually. Uh, Yeah, that's the only one that matters. That's okay. Uh, Notting Hill. Excuse you. Um, Bridget Jones. (laughs) Notting Hill. That's on the list, right? I haven't seen that one. It is on the list, and I literally am so excited because not only is it British, but it's Julia Roberts. Oh, Um, so it's just like two of my favorite things. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep. I'm excited for that. But yeah, he's done a lot of really great movies he's and a, a lot of great director. rom-coms. Yes, definitely a great rom-com. You know, I, he, it almost falls into the realm of just straight romance for me because... This movie? Well, and Love Actually, maybe. Well, it's Notting Hill, actually. See, so like... uh, there's some comedy there too. <laughs> he likes to like, he likes to hit you with the emotional punch, 
and he genuinely he loves love though i i think that's loves a, love. yeah that's a through line right like the sappy side too yeah a hundred percent because like when you watch notting hill you'll see there's like a speech you know that i'm sure you've heard like i'm just a girl standing in front of a boy that's like, where that's from okay that's what that's from gotcha. um and so he definitely loves like the sappier he's part of our cliches like of our pop culture which i love yeah oh, um, yeah well, and he's, he's good awesome. at it like hey keep keep making them is this his totally. newest movie this might be you like know i don't newest. know because yeah. this is 2013 yeah and he's written like so many of the rom-coms like the ones that we talked about before right um and also oh, he, oh, he wrote notting hill okay got it mm-hmm. got yes it. and yesterday too uh that movie that came out like in 2019 yeah, about the, the beatles danny boyle movie yep yep Yep, he wrote that one as well, which was, I really enjoyed that movie too. He's a good writer. I like him. Me too. I really enjoy his stuff. Very good. Well, shall we dive into About Time? Is it About I'm... Time we talked about time? It is. It is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do this. In my own words, let me tell you about this movie, okay? When Tim turns 21 years of age, his father reveals to him a fascinating family secret. The men in their family, the men, the men, <laughs> have the ability to travel in time. I love how they specifically always say travel in time, not travel through time, which typical Brits, I There's think that is more accurate. <laughs> yes, there is a difference. <laughs> There are, of course, stipulations, such as only being able to travel back in time, and of course, never to reveal this to anybody else. The time-traveling process is even fairly simple. Find an enclosed dark area, clench your fists, think about the moment in time you wish to return to, and Bob's your uncle, there you are. Tim decides to use his gift as any... Uh, respectable awkward hopeless romantic wood. He, <laughs> he uses it in the pursuit of love love many like to consider the big changes they'd make in their life if they could do it over again but tim starts with making awkward conversations go smoother and even to ensure his uh flatmates play premiere goes well eventually tim meets mary and the two hit it off so well tim worries less and less about his uh time traveling until his father reveals the real secret. The secret to using time, the time travel to its fullest. And, or, sorry. The secret to using time to its fullest and ensuring a happy life. Which is to treat each day as if it is a moment you have already lived and can now relax and enjoy. Most people worry their life away. So the trick is to worry less. And realize you don't have to be a time traveler to make the most of the time you have been. And stuff. Yeah, that's... And stuff. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and other things happen that I didn't want to spoil for people. I mean, we're going to talk about it, guys. Things will be spoiled. Big but it's time. a movie from 2013, so guess what? <laughs> yeah, get with it. <laughs> Watch it, okay? Get with it. And by the way, Wanda is not dead. Just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> Spoiling a bunch of shit. Um... <laughs> I mean, it came out last week. No. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was an interesting one. And definitely, yeah, definitely, uh, I like this guy. I like his writing style. I like his directing style. It's a shame he hasn't directed more, actually. 
I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I definitely think that he makes people relatable. Like, Tim could have been such an asshole, right? Yeah, could have been insufferable. But, like, they, they made him, like, a person that you sort of, like, understand. Like, I would also, I feel like, be that person that's obsessing over tiny little things that maybe, like, don't matter that much in the grand scheme of things. And so I related to him in that way. Well, I like that, yeah, that uh, they brought the time-traveling thing down to a relatable level where it's like... Totally. Yeah, no, you don't... Like... Yeah, you wouldn't use it for big shit or, well, a lot of people go right to that. But no, use it for small things because, like, those are, those have a big impact sometimes. And yes, who hasn't had a horrifying conversation and be like, God damn, oh, man, oh, I know what I should have said. Like, yeah. And what teenage boy, like, wouldn't be, like, going back to try to capture the one that got away? Yeah. Right. Which we definitely see him do um, many times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and um, surprise, Margot Robbie or Margot Robbie, Robbie Robbie. Uh, I know. I never know. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never uh, know. Surprise, uh, Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> always be Harley Quinn. Oh my God, she's oh, she's so good. She's so good. But that was cool to see her. I mean, her and Rachel McAdams in the same movie. Like, it's hello. crazy, right? Let's uh, get more of that, actually. I loved it. Okay, now originally, is... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, originally, they wanted Zoe Deschanel to play... I saw that, and it almost ruined the movie for me, because uh, <laughs> that would have been good. That would have worked, actually, I will It would have been great. She might have been a little too whimsical. Maybe. She could have brought it down. She uh, could have, and uh, she would have. Now, is Rachel McAdams British? It says she was born in London, but... Does she, she? I've only ever heard her talk like an American. Okay, like in interviews and everything. Okay. Yeah. So I think she, okay. So she was. And I've watched there. so many movies that she's done, and I've never heard like an accent. Right. So um, I think she was just born there. Okay. That's cool. Um, that's a nice little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, and because uh, she has done a British accent, it's like she did a British accent for Sherlock Holmes. Uh, oh yeah, she did. Yeah. So okay, cool, cool. Um, she did great, and then I really like this guy. This is the first, like, big movie I've really seen him in. Uh, I had to look him up to realize this is uh, Hux, General Hux from uh, the Star Wars movies, the new yeah. trilogy. Um, which, uh, yeah, good range. Like, yeah, he does really good here. He plays a good, awkward, uh, romantic lead. Yeah, um, I really like him as well. Yeah. I think he was also in Atonement. I think so. I Isn't he a crush? I think uh, I think he's a little bit of a little Brit heartthrob for girls these days. I feel like I hear his name mentioned a bit. I mean, it's pretty. Cute. I think so. Yeah, like yeah. he's so cute. Yeah. Love a redhead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like everybody does, but I certainly do. Ginger. A ginger. But uh, yeah, he did great. Like, yeah, overall, pretty solid cast overall. Like, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, um, I agree. But I do, again, like, I love that they brought the time travel down a level where, you know, it's no-nonsense, pretty simple way of doing it. They establish the rules pretty easily because it's really, this ultimately is not really about the time-traveling aspect. Um, not even a little bit, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like to teach you a lesson, sort of. Hmm. Yeah. Used more uh, metaphorically. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get into it? Let's go.
Q and A. Um, my cat, sorry. Uh, would you ever go and eat at an all-dark restaurant? <laughs> no, I must say, like, here's the, uh, no. Um, I love to meet like a double date strangers. <laughs> so weird. I love the idea though, and it's great, uh, like a uh, great concept for a movie. See, there's a play that does this though, where like really? a good, like the first 10, 15 minutes, I want to say, is like all in darkness, and then the power goes out. And for the audience, when the power goes out, the lights come on, and the actors have to behave as if. The power's stumbling out. around in the dark. That's cool. Which is fascinating. That's a great idea. But anyway, nothing like this. Uh, where, yeah, we don't really get to see... We do get to see some movement. Like, they're filming in the dark, apparently. <laughs> like, I think they're actually doing the things that we hear they're doing. Yeah, I think so. Um, this is kind of a cool idea for a date because it would force you to actually listen. Right. But the problem with that is you would hear every conversation. <laughs> For sure, because you'd be listening so hard. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, like, don't feel like... I think it's a fun concept. I don't feel like I would like to not be able... I really like to see my food. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, So yeah. that part would drive me so crazy. Cooks would love it. It's like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> I can just <laughs> slop this all on the plate. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, you oh, wants uh, well done, huh? <laughs> Here you go, fucker. <laughs> For real, though, you don't know what you're getting. Um, I have to turn, like, the even if it's not dark, I have to, like, turn on the closest light when I'm eating because I like to really see. Uh, it's just a quirk, though, but uh, I do think it was a fun way for us to, like, hear them connect before actually seeing each other. Yes, and that was, yeah, right. Because that way it really solidifies. It's like, no, no, he was never about her appearance. It was never about And that. same with her for him. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, <clears throat> would you like these specific set of uh, time-traveling powers? Like, is that something <laughs> that you think that you would like? I think, yeah, the more limitations, the more specificity, the better. Um... Because this, at least, like, you know, you're not going to run out of plutonium <laughs> and be stuck in a time, you know, like uh, Back to the Future rules would mm -hmm, run the right. being. Like, just having a device that you have to travel in, period, like, runs that risk where it's like, oh, you could break down and you're stuck. This, right. at least, it's like, oh, you can find a dark space. <laughs> right, and I do sort of like that it has to be, like, somewhere you've lived through and it has to right? yes yeah, see i like rules like this where it's like oh i have to have experienced it i can't go somewhere i haven't been um, right i can't just go back in time and magically appear at the snoop dog concert yeah it's like... time travel <laughs> it's not space and time travel yeah totally yeah um i i'm like such a nostalgic person that i would really like love this superpower yeah. um <laughs> i'm calling it a superpower because to me it sort of is um i do think it's interesting that it's just the men in the family but it kind of makes sense as we see like his sister's journey yeah right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is weirdly uh, specific right i don't yeah and they make a point of it yeah kind of weird well, yeah. so did we so did we need it in order to have the sister story be effective? I guess so. I think that must Yeah, have, I think so. That must have been the ultimate like reason. 
It's just oddly specific. The men in this family. Um, but then again, but then again, you never know. Like there are there are things like that. Uh, there are things that women are more susceptible than men, vice versa. Men susceptible, blah blah blah. So, That's true. That's very true. So it kind of makes sense, but yeah, oddly specific, but still, um, yeah, great. Like I loved like how you had to do it because it seems so simple and like anybody could do it. So you can imagine. I think that it's like. It would be so funny to be the first person in the family to get this power. Because you imagine, like, you're just, like, sitting in your room in the dark and you're thinking back to that one awful moment. You know how, like, anxious people do this? Like, you're trying to go to sleep and then your brain is like, remember this one time you really embarrassed yourself? Yeah. And then you just, like, end up there and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. (laughs) Totes my goat. Like, and, uh... Let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I, the rules get kind of weird for a while there because it's like uh, all of a sudden, because then he can take people with him, which is weird. Um, and then I pretty, like it was mentioned that you can't travel forward in time, yet he does, um, sort of, but to get back to his present time. But see... See, that wasn't... I think that you're not supposed to be able to go past your present. So he can't, like, fast forward way in time. Oh, yeah, okay. So yeah, I yeah. think that the only... That makes like, sense. You can only go as far as the moments that you left. I see. Right? That makes sense. Okay. That Okay, that's that's true. You can't go forward in time. Yeah, all right. That's true. That's true. Um, you can't go to things you haven't experienced yet. Yeah, yeah, and that's great. Like, I like that rule. And... Uh, and momentarily confused me with the baby bit. Like, I was, wasn't was clear. It's like, wait, what's the problem? So if he goes to any time before... Wait, the baby is born. He runs the risk of it being a different <clears throat> child because of the different point in time and how different things are, he, I guess? Essentially, Butterfly like, effect? if he... Yeah, sort of, because if he goes and, like, if he goes back in time and changes something, even a small thing, it could change his chi- his future child. Yeah. So, like, we learned that when he goes back in time with his sister. Yep. Who is... So he finds that out, and then he goes back, switches it back, it. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yep. Yeah, they didn't exactly show that part. It was a little rush, and I just kind of let it go. Fortunately, like, it wasn't too much of a big deal like yeah right you go, and that was ultimately to set us up for later right yeah <clears throat> um i think it's so great to see a close family relationship in movies like they like spend a lot of time together they go have tea on the beach once a week they watch movies every friday rain or shine outside reminded me um, of uh, tuck everlasting a bit a little bit right except that family and- was sadder <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with that. Oh, it's a uh, curse. Uh, no, you just, you become like part of nature. You're just a rock, a tree. It's like, wow, bummer, man. This is a bummer. <laughs> uh, no, totally. Um, but yeah, no, close I, relationships, positive male figures. This has been yeah, a... Yeah, for sure. And I really thing. love like the positive relationship between him and his sister too. Yeah, that's something that I always look for in movies. Um, yeah, I always and wanted I really... that. Rude, <laughs> <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> Damn. Burn. A little joke. A little joke. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, what yeah. did you think of Kat, though, and her character? Kit Kat? <laughs> <laughs> Kit Kat. No, Kit Kat with her quirks. <laughs> no, yeah, she's quirky. You know, I always love a free spirit. Who doesn't love a free spirit? Um, so, no, she was great. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, yeah, I really yeah. liked her. Um, and especially, yeah, I like that she was consistent, <gasps> and I like that uh, they got along. Like, she wasn't annoying, you know? Right. That right. That has been done to death. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, and I like that she sort of had to go on her own journey and, like, really, like, see her mistakes as for what they were, like, learning experiences. Um, I love that. And eventually, uh, even though he couldn't, you know, correct things the way he wanted, like, eventually, yeah, she found that path anyway. So that was great. Right. Yeah. And, like, just by supporting her, he was able to help, too. Yeah. Like, it was sweet because he wanted to just undo it all for her and, like, make sure she had, like, this splendidly happy life, right? Right. But, like, part of life is, like, going through the rougher parts, too, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And see, uh, I thought part of the rules was actually uh, that once you go back, you can make the change, but then you have to, <laughs> then you have to live it again. So I was worried when I was like, damn, dude, you went back far. Okay. Are you like, sure about like, that? No. Like, <laughs> yeah, they right. should have been a little bit more clear about that probably. Two weeks ago. <laughs> awesome. I fixed that one mistake. This is going to be a long fucking two weeks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Which that would, that would make it kind of shittier and I would be way more careful with my power. Oh, my God. Me, too. Because <laughs> at that point, they kind of really are only good for the short term, right? Like, it's yes. like, okay, I got to, like. A hundred percent, yes. Like, if you're, like, two days later, it's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I figured out the perfect way to nail that son of a bitch who talked shit to me during the, the, the <laughs> racquetball game last week. Oh, uh, but do I really? No, <laughs> no, fucking worth it. I'm going. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh that's hilarious and you still fuck it up it's like fuck <laughs> that's um, accurate um <laughs> for me at least uh do you agree that this is a good like father and son movie it's interesting that you framed it that way i was looking for it where it's like how is this i know as i was re-watching it i was like i shouldn't have said anything until <laughs> after yeah but like for me whenever i think of this movie that's the relationship that I think back on the most, mm -hmm. even though it's technically supposed to be like a rom-com. I suppose, yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. um, it, uh, yeah. It was a pleasant surprise. Like, it kind of almost is a twist where it's like, yeah, you think it's about the one relationship and it's... Yeah. It, it still is about that, but it also, in addition to, is about the father father which is good like again like we don't get a lot of positive male bonding movies so it was good it was and i refreshing. like the way that they choose to bond too like ping pong and walks and tea and sandwiches yeah. on the beach like i want sandwiches on a beach <laughs> same <Yeah. laughs> it's so lovely and that like did it break your heart like it always breaks my heart uh um yeah it's quite sad. And, uh, like, yeah, Bill Nye did a really good job with this one, so. He really did. Um, yeah, they did good at uh, tugging the heartstrings, but also making it 
I love the way they handled it, where it's like, I feel like most Americans always get bogged down in yes, the drama of losses and stuff like that. Brits, like, they treat it with that weight, but also, like, you carry on, like, you know. Right. Um, that's what I noticed with this one, anyway. It's like, I like how, I've, and they even, like, show, uh, they show everybody walk down the hall, I think, during uh the funeral and uh, mm -hmm. each individual like kind of gets their own moment and you get to see them processing it which was nice that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. i agree like they show loss in a different way and they also like reframe it in a way that's like no you should be living every day like in the moment as much as you can it sort of like prior sets priorities a little bit right yeah. it's a great movie to watch if you're feeling like lost maybe a little bit because it really kind of shifts the priorities at least it does for me like i watch it and i'm like oh right like let the little things go yeah you know right yeah. enjoy the moments enjoy your first sip of coffee every day like right. little things like that i just oh, like i like the way it makes me feel <laughs> even though it does it does break my heart like the last time that he goes and sees his dad is like so heartbreaking for me yeah. after the funeral like after we already know that dad is dead yes like oh fuck <laughs> kills me <laughs> killer man yeah 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 it's good well it's time for our favorite questions favorites love it uh favorite scene favorite scene so probably um so probably tim and mary's first real date like i really loved uh the banter going on between them that yeah. felt very natural. The chem chemistry was crackling. Um, this is when, uh, yeah, uh, he's kind of giving her crap for being a reader. Like I loved all of that stuff. Like, <laughs> so good. I loved their first date. <laughs> yeah. So that was really solid. I really liked that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, favorite performance. Uh, so I'm not sure. It's a weird name, man. An M and H and an N. You know, Dommel, <laughs> Dom, Dommel, let's say Dom, Dommel Gleason. Is that him? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, he did great. Um, you know, Rachel McAdams is great as well, but you know, this isn't like, yeah, she's definitely co-star and everything like this. She but, is for sure. But not second lead, you know? Totally. Um, so she still does a great job, but this is Dommel Gleason's movie. He nailed it. Honorable mention does go to Tom Hollander, Mr. <laughs> Benedict, out of nowhere here. And yeah. As Harry, one of the... Harry! Oh, man. I love Harry. So good. <laughs> He's so funny. So deadpan, like, uh, asshole. Like, you know. He's but, like such a good uh, like addition, because if, there, if it weren't for him, it would almost be too sweet mm. and then we've got harry who's kind of an asshole but he's also like a sweet asshole because he does like come around in the like he's there for tim you know <laughs> he totally is like he's his best man yeah yeah he uh was bummed that he didn't get to be like the the godfather of the child that he didn't want to go to the birth of yeah or the birthday of i was told there would be free booze here I really love the guy that plays like his good friend with the curly hair, the lawyer guy. Rory. Rory. Um, that is that would be his name. Yeah. Um, 
I really enjoy him as well. And he's from a show I really like that's a British show called Lovesick on Netflix. Oh. And he's like a really great character in that show. Okay. So anytime I see him and mostly he's in mostly British things, I'm like, yay, it's him. Yeah. Um, he's great. Rory, but... who everybody calls Roger. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rory. Uh, uh, favorite quote. That's an ear. Um, I'd only give one piece of advice to anyone marrying. Oh, this is from the dad. We'll all, we're all quite similar in the end. We all get old and tell the same tales too many times, but try and marry someone kind. Hmm. Yeah, that's good advice. Really good advice. So really, really consider the asshole you're considering marrying ladies right now. Right. Is or, he kind? You know. Or a gentleman. Yep. Mm-hmm. So absolutely I love it. Uh, would you rewatch and recommend? Yes and yes. You know, yeah, yeah, I'd rewatch and recommend, yeah, for sure. Simple enough. Straightforward. <laughs> Not And what would you rate it out of five stars? I give it a four. Yeah. Hell we're, yeah, that's pretty good. We're on a roll with some fours here. No, yeah, four I think is pretty solid because it's it's up there with Love Actually, just, you know, well, Love Actually is irreplaceable, but, you know, this right. is definitely up there. It is, and it's, like, sort of one that got swept under the rug that most people haven't, like, I've known so many people who are like, what is that? I've never heard of that movie. Yeah. Um, it's a good message. I, I confused it at first with, like, how to talk to, with girls at parties or something. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is alien oh that's more alien related not time travel but anyway yeah i liked it i like the way it, the time travel was executed especially good old brits good old brits and would you reboot it you know it's a simple enough no um you know no uh, like it's a good solid one and done type of situation um, we could take bits from it and uh, repackage them as we are wont to do. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. Um, but in the end, it's like, no, make your own time travel movie or something like that. I don't think you need to reboot something like this. I agree. I think that this one was like executed so nicely that, like, why would you, right? Yeah. Make yeah. your own time travel movie. <laughs> God, get out of here. Stay away from this one. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. All right, well, that takes care of about time, so let's talk about, all right, who's talking? Let's, uh... Love who's talking. Let's look into it. <laughs> uh, Molly is a single accountant who's having an affair with Alfred, and when the movie starts out, we see the conception Albert. of their baby Mikey. Huh? Albert? Is it oh, Albert? my God, why did I say Alfred? <laughs> oh, my God. She is I totally having an affair with the... <laughs> with the, with Batman's butler. I mean, she would. Like, she's a badass. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to have to keep an eye out. <laughs> if I, did that again. I did. I wrote it again. I wrote it twice. Why did I think his name was Alfred? Silly. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting over. Go for it. Molly is a single accountant who's having an affair with Albert. And when the movie starts out, we see the conception of their baby, Mikey. Yeah, we do. Jesus we see the genuine Christ. conception of that baby. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never seen a sex scene like this, I can tell you that. <laughs> Except for maybe in health class. <laughs> um, 
she let's see. Uh, she catches Albert having an another affair. Yeah. Um, and good? she leaves his ass just in time <laughs> to go into labor. Boom. <laughs> uh, she gets the cab to take her to the hospital, and that's where she meets James. James. They form an James. unlikely friendship. James. <laughs> I'm not done. James. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. Uh, they form an unlikely friendship. Yeah. And we get a fun perspective for Mikey. Um, oh, yeah. Voiced by Bruce Willis. How could we forget? Holy shit. <laughs> it's a big part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Molly adjusts to motherhood, she decides to put herself out there and James becomes the babysitter. <laughs> Their chemistry is unreal and they fall in love, but Molly isn't sure about dating a poor cab driver and James mm. is stubborn and arrogant. Yeah. They try to work it out, though, because James and Mikey have formed a father, father and son bond. Yeah. Yep. That's, That's right. It. Yeah, more male, <laughs> more male bonding. Um, more yeah. male bonding. Different though, uh, different approach. Different. Um, awesome. So this came out in '89. So this is one of those, you know, it feels like a '90s movies, and I think I was shocked it, when I so. saw that. Yeah. Because I was like, "Holy '90s!" Like the fabric, the the clothing, the, the hair, the hair, the like. The, the decorations in the office, like all of it felt so 90s to me. But sometimes when you're in that late 80s, like it just feels like the 90s, you know? And it's like, yeah, right. Yeah. 89, like with any decade though, like 99, 89, 79, 69. Sort of blends into the next one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, good starter for this though to kick it off like you have a history with this movie i do uh i don't remember obviously i don't remember the first time i watched this movie because i i was born in 92 um so after this movie came out but obviously our mom liked it she really liked kirstie alley and and john travolta both um and so this movie was on more than once i think this was actually a hit too when it came out it was a sleeper hit yeah box office like yeah 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 and uh i loved this movie i loved anything with babies in it that's right is this the first real baby movie of the movie connection because we covered a lot of babies in uh disney channel surfers especially in the yeah because we did babies day out in disney channel surfers right yeah and that was like another really like that was one of my movies when yeah. I was a baby. Right. Very small child. Yeah. I just wanted to watch Look Who's Talking all the time. Yeah. Um, what is it about you and babies? I freaking love them, man. Uh, I I think that this baby isn't cute until he's older. Right. Th- uh, uh, third stage Mikey? Yeah, when he's blonde and Second adorable. stage Mikey. I just want to punch that little... No, Which one? Stage. Second stage? Second stage Mikey. He's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I thought this baby was super cute. They all kind of don't look like the same child, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they could have done better. Okay. Like, and then <laughs> the fetus the fetus looks like Bruce Willis, like so it's really <laughs> awkward. Like, <laughs> what a creepy, creepy Dude. fetus. Like, yeah. I also liked this too because, by the way, I never had to ask where do babies come from. 
this movie taught me this from a very young age. I understood like, oh, okay, like you do something and then sperm and egg meet. Like I didn't know what you did exactly, to get that to happen, right. but like True. when I was a kid, I was like, oh no, I know how like I knew things are conceived. The process loosely, yes, right, yeah, totally, yeah, and you know it because of this thing. It's like, wow, and uh, that's kind of one of my questions. How, what do you think of this animation? Like, does it hold up? Or I guess well, pretty impressive for the time. Very impressive for the time. Yeah. And I honestly don't know that I would want to see it any more realistic. Ugh. Yeah. Right? So, like, if this was made now, <laughs> yeah, we would be watching a documentary and it would be upsetting. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, if yeah, if we brought uh, Infinity War level special effects to this. <laughs> be great. Oof. But uh, I enjoyed it a lot. And it actually did make me think of, like, the health movie that I watched about, like, fetuses growing. Right. Uh, so I think they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. You good? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's not, it's a little, some parts of it are a little cringy, right? The baby, like when it's smiling inside the stomach, the puppet <laughs> is so creepy. Yeah. Um, well, I, I gotta tell you, um, those segments like kind of make me uncomfortable, like physically. So like get a little squirmy because there's yeah. just something about, okay. Like no problem with, you know, no problem with sex and what goes on there, you know, body part, all that stuff. That's fine. But there is something about like just knowing what's going on inside, right? Like, I do get weird when it's like 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 uh, cameras inside a body, like really uh -huh. looking at the inner workings of what's going on inside me. I I, I just want to trust that my body's doing its thing, and, <laughs> you know, holding itself together. I don't want to I don't want to see how it does it and what it's doing and everything. Um, I don't know. Yeah, something about like yeah, getting up in there and it's like ah, God get me out of here <laughs> yeah yeah you know? i get that yeah. yeah i'm like kind of the opposite in the fact that i want to like know and visualize everything mm. but um i do understand and if my if i was pregnant and my baby looked like that baby i wouldn't want to see it <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear yeah <laughs> and they sort of do look like that yeah. Uh, like in the creepy ultrasound, some of the creepy ultrasounds and they I guess do nowadays. It's not even the fetus fetus. That even looked okay. But no, once he, again, like he starts to look like Bruce Willis. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> like it gets awkward and like, yeah, he's making faces and like, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember uh -huh. as a kid yeah. thinking, it's like, how the fuck did they film this? Like, <laughs> I also thought that as a child. <laughs> it's like, how do you like. <laughs> what's the fucking waver look like on that thing it's like okay we're gonna put a <laughs> camera <laughs> yeah funny um and any other things you wanted to say so yeah i, I guess we covered like why this means so much to you it was the baby aspect right like and and you it loved was definitely the stars the baby. i did like kirsten alley and john travolta too like right. another memory that i have of like one of my first movies is greece ah. So I do really like John Travolta. Right, especially that um, era. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, he brings me comfort. A, you know? He's a good positive figure. Uh, pretty nice guy. He, I think he mentioned that this role in particular reminded him a lot of his personality. Um, Which, you, like, you can, I love. Yeah, you can take various things from that. What do you take from that, though? Like, so what do you, what do you Definitely think he relates like, to? Like the jokester parts, right? Right. The dancing and singing parts. Yep, yep. 
um, maybe even a little bit of the smart ass parts. Oh, and I think John Travolta, like, there's like a big kid aspect to Jimmy, right? I And right. I do get that out of John Travolta. Uh, he's totally. He's got a youthful, like, almost, almost to a fault, though. Like, I think that is kind of the critique for him um, as a person. Just really, you know, kind of maybe too naive sometimes. Just maybe, maybe too, yeah, intent on that big kid attitude. Oh. Right. Like, sometimes you can be a little too easygoing. Um you know, mm -hmm. and to make jokes about things a lot that maybe other people don't want to joke about could be, yeah. Right, and I think that, yeah, that's actually a accurate statement there because I think uh, some behind the scenes, when they were doing their first kiss, like to break the tension, yes. or maybe just to be an ass, he was like, yeah, breaking out in the song every time. Yeah. She seemed to be a good sport about it, but that could be annoying, uh, any other actor. In her memoir, she said that she fell in love with John Travolta during the filming of this, but, like, she stayed faithful to her husband. I mean, that makes sense. Like, and, I mean... Her chemistry is off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's that, where's that sex tape, right? Like, where... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, awesome. Uh, oh, there's, like, the... Okay. There's these random fantasy sequences... Yeah. Yeah. There's these random fantasy. I forgotten. Like, what's with that? Like, tonally in a in a in a space all of its own. You know what I mean? Um, it is. What and it's are sort those of fantasies like, contributing? Yeah. They're like showing her insecurities, right? Because she has two fantasies about different dads that she could have for Mikey. Mm -hmm. One of them is like an anal guy. He's the one I remember the most. And he's, like, sending his steak back. And he's, like, telling Mikey that he has to do things in a particular way. Yeah. And he's, like, really strict. Right. Um, right. And I think it's just, like, her fears being actualized. Like yeah, that just one like, where she sees herself as an old lady. Waiting for uh, Albert. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just that impartial is from, like, her doctor saying, your biological clock is ticking. And her friend being like, he's never going to leave his wife. You've been waiting forever, and he hasn't left her. Yeah. So, like, that, like, was sort of like, oh, this is what I could be waiting for, right? Right. Um, Till I'm gray and old. Yeah. And then he can still maybe not. And hanging off that um, clock, great image. Like, oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. The clock one is, like, so good because I feel like women have dreams like that all the time yeah um the falling dreams that i think of that like that moment a lot because it yeah reminds me of falling dreams yes yeah. which i think everybody has or yeah. hopefully yeah. i'm not alone in that um <clears throat> uh and then the one that she has about jimmy or james um <laughs> yeah yeah that one so i remember weird. every time i walk like Ooh, like that is a memory that sticks in my brain water yeah <laughs> and they're all burping and stuff so <laughs> see this is what i mean it, it's so weird and an otherwise pretty straightforward no what am i talking about we got a baby monologue being heard never mind. yeah i think that it's specifically so that she doesn't have to explain her fears out loud to anybody this is so hard. she's worried that he's gonna be like this poor yep like blue collar worker for the rest of his life and yep. she is looking for somebody that's like in the business world because she's in the business world or just more stable just more yeah. and she wants the stability and she wants somebody that has money yeah she's an accountant understand um, <laughs> 
no, really? I had no fucking idea. <laughs> so that's important to her. <laughs> the, the, the amount of times they mention account. Everybody does accounting. Yeah, there's a lot of accountants. Everybody's accounting. Their mom's an accountant. Dad's an accountant. She's an accountant. Yep. yep. Um, I was like, I feel like, again, some of this is so 90s too, right? I was going like to say, that's almost a 90s trope. Like, even the weird, like, heightened, like, fantasy stuff, that was kind of yes. a trope. Like, you had your main character be an imaginative person like that. Even in Friends, like, there was a, a segment where Rachel, like, imagined Rosk being there. Yep. Like, you know, before they got together or whatever. True. So I think it is, like, such a 90s thing yeah, to do as well because it's like yeah they're like oh we're just gonna show this which like maybe in your head you do kind of think like of different scenarios and they're just showing you those scenarios instead of vocalizing them because this is largely about motherhood and like the anxiety that really, comes with that yeah. right like yeah because she's just like shit i got pregnant but i'm keeping this baby and now i want to do what's right for him which i appreciate the i mean the depiction of not a conventional situation like especially in the 90s like this probably seemed pretty taboo even for that time like you know yeah i love it having a baby out of wedlock i mean having a baby out of wedlock and getting a sperm donor scandalous like yeah sort of yeah, yeah. like the amount of times people ask like he asked her james asked her if she was a lesbo yeah right and it's because in the 90s that's the only reason people use sperm donors <laughs> right right but nowadays guess what like, hey, people what use them all the time. yeah yeah <laughs> Um. Right, right. What was I gonna? Oh, yeah. This is where I first learned about artificial insemination. Like where I first heard that word. Um. Yeah. This and friends, because Phoebe, in friends. Oh, yeah. Um. What do you think of Molly's mom? I think she's funny. Yeah. Definitely. And funny. I like that she like I was. You know, I, it's hard because I, like, know this movie pretty well from when I was young. Like, I haven't watched it in, like, 10 or 12 years, honestly. Yeah. So, it's been a very long time since I watched it. But I did remember everything with pretty, like, striking clarity because I watched it so much as a child. Yeah. That um, it really kind of stuck with me. Yeah. So, her mom, like, you know, if I tried to look at it objectively, I might have been a little bit concerned that maybe her mom wasn't going to be supportive, but her mom was really supportive. Yeah, thankfully. And she wanted her to be, like, happy, and she, gave she her was, a like, a little judgy. Passive-aggressive digs, but, you know, yes. moms be like that. Moms be like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but ultimately I thought, oh, she loves her grandbaby. Like, she's being there for her daughter. Like, that's good. Right. She doesn't mind looking after the kid, like, insists. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Um, let's talk about Albert. Okay, let's do it. He's What's an asshole. Deal? Yeah, <laughs> he's awful. <laughs> um, somebody yeah, said yes. in the behind the scenes that this character is supposed to be based on Harold Ramis. Don't fully buy it. Um, Harold Ramis is Egon from uh, Ghostbusters, uh, oh. director of Groundhog Day. Um, huh. From what I hear, he's, uh, again, a pretty uh, childlike dude, like pretty laid back, like pretty, you know. Uh, doesn't come across to me as an asshole type. Maybe has his moments, but not like this Albert guy. So, not sure about that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just something I saw on the IMDb. But anyways, yeah, Albert sucks. 
Yeah, he does suck. Go and one thing selfish I read selfish phase. That is the fucking. Oh, God, like, what a He pig. deserved to get his ass kicked right there. Like, he really did. Uh, one of the things I also read on IMDb was that um, Edward Herman was like considered to play the part, but he wanted too much money, huh. which is really weird for me because that would have been like worlds colliding because he's from Gilmore Girls. He's the grandpa. Oh, from really? Gilmore Girls. Oh, so it would have been so weird. Well, but this guy's a bit more sleazy, I guess. This guy does a great job. <clears throat> he does a great job. And he, you know who he reminds me of? I obviously, I know they're not the same person, but he reminds me of the uh, Goblin from the Spider Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Oh, well, <laughs> the Defoe. Interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I think, isn't he from. Uh, He's from that show, Just Shoot Me, isn't he? That's what he's from. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, which uh, I'll have to revisit. I wonder if it's one of those shows that doesn't hold up. Yeah, I haven't watched <laughs> that in forever, so I just don't especially know. Especially David Spade's character. I don't know. Yeah, don't a lot know. of David Spade stuff yeah, doesn't hold too. up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think that he, Albert is like a really big sleazeball. And also I sort of think he's like one of those breeder men. Mm. Like, it sort of start kind of feels that way, right? right. Like, he's going to have all these mistresses, and they're all going to get pregnant. Um, yeah. You know. Ugh. Disgusting. He's gross. And also, like, him shoving his way in to see Mikey right. when she wasn't even home. Yeah. And he had never even met the baby. Yeah. Like, it was gross. And I really liked the way that uh, James reacted to that, you know? Totes. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. There is this weird thing about like especially the 90s, but you know, she's she's sort of like, well, I hate Albert, but this is his child and and he's his father, but he's yeah. not really, you know. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think we feel that is differently such a part about of it. The times. Mhm. Mm yeah. Yeah, you stuck by your man. Well, she isn't even quite doing that. She Right. It, 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 oh. It is a social norm thing, right? Like, right. Yeah. Yep, for sure it is. Um, nurses get a little bit of shade in this. Did you notice that? I did. <laughs> I did, but that is such an again another like '90s trope. It really is. Yeah. Actually, that's sort of a trope in all of television. Yeah, they just always like yeah, nurses just can't Scrubs get Scrubs is the one that like really like puts nurses up and is like, hey, look at these people who work like just as hard as the doctors mm. um but yeah um what do you think of james do they work i mean he's kind of a big kid and doesn't really show much intention of changing a whole lot i think that he is like the very common like oh he'll grow up he just hasn't yet and I think he has, like, big dreams, right? Because he wants to, like, do the pilot stuff full-time. Fly planes, yep. Um, <clears throat> got a little ambition. Yeah, he does. He does have some ambition there. And he really loves Mikey. And yep. I think he really loves Molly, too. Um, but they are, like, they have, like, different views of the world. So I think that they could work if they meet in the middle somewhere, but it is like really messy along the way. Yeah. And I do think it's kind of big of him not to be like, you think less, like not to start a fight with her. Cause she thinks less of him. Yeah. You know, 
so in that way, he shows some emotional maturity. Right. And I think that she eventually, like, decides that that stuff doesn't matter to her as much. Yeah. You know? True. I haven't watched the sequel in a really long time, and I didn't watch it. Yeah. I feel like I watched, <clears throat> ironically, so Look Who's Talking, and then probably Look Who's Talking Now more than Look Who's Talking 2. Me too. Yeah. I genuinely can't really remember the sequel. Uh-huh. Um, and I looked it up and people like hated it. Um, it got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I think a big part of that is? Mm. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh, was she in it? She's the voice of Julie. Oh yeah, she is. Yeah, so. And yeah. see, I used to be a Roseanne fan uh-huh. back in the day. Like, I really liked Roseanne, the show. Yeah, right. Um, Potter's here to see the dog. No. Um, yeah. But. I really liked that show because I thought that it lent, like, a voice to, like, middle class people. Yeah. And it, but, like, I never loved Roseanne herself, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, I know what you mean. It was kind of the shameless of its time. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I think too, like the, the writer, she didn't really want to do another one or the director. Some, oh, Amy Hecko, that may Okay, good. I'm glad because I saw that she did the second one. I was like, oh no. I was like, okay. Yeah, well, she her didn't heart really, wasn't in it, then I'm glad. She didn't really <laughs> want to. She was pressured by Touchstone. Uh-huh. Is that who made this one? Yeah. Yeah. She was pressured by them and... And she was like, fine, but she sort of half-assed it. Yeah. And you can tell. Yep. Yep. And I guess it only runs like an hour long if you take away the credits. So it's really short. It's wow. only 80 minutes. But That's if you take crazy. away all the credits, it's only 60. That's a weird um, one. It's a little nightmare-inducing. There's a whole situation with the potty. And yeah, it gets scary. I sort of remember that too. There's a fucking demon. Yeah, that's probably why. There's like a fucking demon in that movie, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess, and also it came out 14 months after Look Who's Talking. Holy so the turnaround shit. was so crazy. The production. I need to watch it just for that, because yeah, it's probably an even bigger mess than what we're thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's, after I read all of that stuff about it, I was like, is this wrong? I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> like, I had no desire before. But I liked Look Who's Talking now. Like, yes. I remember that one, and I liked that one. Yeah. It progressively it just gets weirder and weirder. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you do wonder by the end, it's like, how are these fucking people still together? Right. They definitely don't shy away from, like, relationship problems. And that's why the first movie is so solid, because I enjoy seeing the mess. And, like, this director is really good at showing, like, real relationships. Because she did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and this has kind okay. of the same unflinching uh, approach to it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, like, you can feel the hesitancy on her part for their relationship, and you can see the mess of which, like, I was like, by the end of it, I was like, did he ever tell her that he was in the delivery room when she gave birth? Because, like, (laughs) that feels like a weird thing not to tell someone. (laughs) Like, I get not telling her right after you saw her again, maybe. Right. (laughs) She was, like, being kind of like, oh, but, like, to not ever... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. True. Yeah, that's true. I guess you did. Kind of a big thing to not mention. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, would you let James be your kid's babysitter? <laughs> that's another 
another thing with this movie that like you sort of just like look past it but like watching it now in the 2020s uh, i'm just like no way in fuck <laughs> am i like a grown man cab driver <laughs> yeah. babysit my baby <laughs> yeah and she's just like three times a week and he's like all right, all right whatever. <laughs> And he like she already saw him like try to light a cigarette in front of yeah, the baby. Right. He already sort of kidnapped the baby while she was sleeping. Like there's it's like a lot, a lot of, of red flags. A lot of red flags. So much. But she's like, but it's cute, right? But like I do think that that's like another '90s thing where they're just like, oh, we'll pretty much let our kids be with anybody, <laughs> and it's fine. Like she even leaves him with the nurse, the doctor nurse guy at the nursing home. Yes. She's like, oh, you're sure? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And she goes, okay, I'll be right back. Right. And I'm just like, what? So true. Yeah. Very trusting. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have him watch my baby, no. Uh, that being said, I'm glad she did because the relationship is super cute. Yeah. Um, like, his, his relationship <laughs> with Mikey is super cute. Agreed. Are the baby's lips moving distracting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But I was like, I get it. Right? I think it, it's can't... it's a choice. Like I I bet they thought that it was easing it, right? I like I, I don't and know. And I guess I, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it worked, and sometimes it was so distracting. Right. Like, like sometimes it when was it was just... too on the money, like how many? Like when she was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Like, what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like when it's too on the ball like that. But if it was like general, like yeah, foreign film. Um... <laughs> Like, when he sees the other little girl in the stroller. Uh-huh. Yeah. That I thought was cute. Yeah. That worked for me. Yes. When they were both doing the weird talking thing. They were both kind of moving their lips a little bit, but not a lot. That worked. But, yeah, there were times for sure that it did not work Where for it's me. it's like, he's saying something, and yet we're hearing the monologue, and the parents are acting like he didn't just fucking say something. <laughs> and also, I was like, this is like... Now that I'm a grown-up and watching this, I'm just like, okay, he must be actually talking. Yeah. Because this kid is, like, two and a half, maybe. Yeah. Or two, at least. He's two, because he's, like, walking. Yep. And that's and probably another part like... of it. They probably couldn't edit around everything. Because they right. probably, like, kids are going to talk. <laughs> yeah. It's like a two-year-old. Like, they have words to say, like, hungry, food, mama, data. Yeah. Walk, play, you know, things like that. Um, Maybe not full sentences, but, like, they're talking. Yeah. <clears throat> now, so. at least, but at least it's better than uh, the alternative, which like I feel like nowadays they would just do the, what is it, snow dogs slash, uh, uh, uh fucking what Beethoven type thing, mm -hmm. the golden retriever situation, and they just slap lips on them and have them moving, which don't want that. Or like, or what could be even worse is like, two thousand. Eight CGI Twilight baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would have been worse. Ugh. I don't thankfully I don't know about that. Oh god. I oh my god. You know I love babies and I was excited to see this make believe baby yeah. on the TV because she's like part vampire, part human. Nah. This yeah. was the scariest motherfucking <laughs> baby in the whole world. <laughs> Sometimes it will just flash it in my brain and I'll be like, oh Ugh. my God, I remember the Twilight Baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> Twilight Baby. 
so creepy. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that it wasn't made during that time because that would have been horrible. Harsh. What aged the worst? Hmm? What aged the worst? What aged the worst? Out of this movie? Yeah. Because some parts of these movies don't age very well. Um, yeah. For me, there's a couple things. There's some sexist stuff for sure. But overall, I think that they do a good job of trying to make her be this, like, independent working woman. and I progressive for that. its time. Like, yeah. Like, Agreed, yeah. Right. They are showing, like, a woman who's, like, living by herself and having a baby by herself. And I think that's awesome. Yep, yep. One of the things that I really hated was uh, when they show all the babies in the, in the NICU and Oof. the little Indian baby. Yep. That really bothered me a lot. I think I was that like, oh, might be the glaring one. Like, where it's just... This doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yep. Can't even, like... I'm not even gonna... Yeah. I'm not even gonna say. Don't <laughs> It is, a, so, it, okay, it did kind of get me with, like, I just remembered, I hate childhood. <laughs> that kind of <laughs> Right, and I was like, oh, the joke is, like, fun, right? He has past lives, I guess, but, uh, uh nope, it's offensive. But, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It is, yeah. Agreed. All right, so how about some favorite questions? Favorites. So, favorite scene. Um, uh, my favorite scene... Huh? This I gotta hear. Like, yeah, it was really hard for me to choose, if I'm being honest, because there's a lot of really memorable scenes that I loved. Yep. Like, I think that the whole cab's drive to the to the hospital is so fun. Classic. Uh, yeah. I love the scene where he's babysitting for the first real time, and he's playing with the teddy bears on oh. the table. Like, I love that burns in my brain like I remember it. Whenever I hear like, the opening of that song, yeah, it's pretty yes. much what I picture, yeah. But I think my favorite scene has to be the dance in the kitchen. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hot. The town without pity. Yeah. Like, that's like a hot scene. It's so cute. It's so sweet. It's a little funny. Like, yeah. I just love that whole, like, that whole bit is so good. Great. Very nice. Yeah. And I love that song. And anytime I hear it, I'm like, oh, it's look who's talking. <laughs> like, you this know. It actually has a solid soundtrack. It does. <laughs> It round, totally round, does. <laughs> get around. I get around. Like, yeah, it's got a solid yeah. soundtrack. So good. Which, unfortunately, also associate that song with sperm. So, yeah, there you go, Beach Boys. <laughs> favorite performance. Uh, my favorite performance would be Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Um, She's just, like, she's she makes this character who might be, like, a little bit like dislikable uh-huh. honestly um because she's like helping somebody cheat on a marriage yes and is like kind of a little bit snobby about about james's like position in life mm-hmm. but she makes her so relatable and funny and like likable but um like i think hot. she does a great job and if it was played yeah. by someone else it could have been like a turnoff right yeah for sure uh, uh, my honorable would have to be um, John Travolta because yeah. he's so charming and he's so hot. Like, I just love it. I mean, this is both of their movies. I love, like, yeah, you're right. That meat cute is so perfect. St. Jerome's Hospital. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so good. So good. Uh, their meat cute is so good. And, and yeah, him taking bear down, care bear all down. Oh, that's what they say in the hospital, bear down. It is. It is. 
Um, no, I love it. Uh, their meat cute is so good. So solid. Um, favorite line of dialogue. Uh, Molly saying it to Albert. I'm a very understanding person, Albert. I understand that you are going through a selfish phase, and I'm sure that you will understand that I'm going through a destructive phase. <laughs> and then she just starts fucking his shit up, and I love it. That's the baby? I just, <laughs> for the listeners out there, I just sent Jacob oh pictures God. of the Twilight baby. <laughs> fuck, man. I don't like it. That's the Twilight Baby. Oh, I don't like that's it. That's the Twilight Baby. I don't like it. That's okay. the Twilight Baby that <laughs> was described in the book as like the most beautiful baby in all of existence. I, the top one has like the quote from the book. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> fuck the Twilight Baby. It's not great. Babies, man. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Destructive fan. I do love that part. That's good stuff. And then, yeah, Mikey's like, yeah, let's trash the place. Love it. Um, would you, well, stupid question, would you rewatch or recommend? Yes and yes. So you would this recommend this? This actually gave me an itch to, like, watch the rest of them, and yeah. I think I'm going to. Yeah, do it. Um, and uh, out of five stars, how many stars do you give? Look who's talking. I have to give it five stars. You do. I do. <laughs> you I do. can't not... I can't not do that. I, I was like four and a half, and then I'm like, nah, just give it five. Um, <laughs> I love it. I still love it. It's I solid. think their chemistry is off the hook. It's a solid movie. It's weird. Got a good message. Funny. Quirky. Yep. Quirky. Got a good message. And like, you know, just touches on something that a lot of movies don't. Like, we get to see a different side of motherhood and a different side of like, of, uh, of getting there. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Absolutely. And do you think this should get the reboot treatment? I don't. No. Wow. Wow. I think that this movie like exists in the 90s for a reason. And that a lot of it might not work as well today. They would just Um, push the comedy so hard. It would be a different film. Yeah. And the other thing is, is like like Steve Carell. Like, no, just kidding. (laughs) Steve Carell is the voice of Mikey. (laughs) No. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's like, a, there's a lot of um, Seth other movies that are rom-coms that have to do with falling in love and like there being a different pregnancy and stuff. So I think that there's enough films like that to where this one is kind of special in its way. And I like it to just stay where it is and be what it is. Oh. Um, and it would be totally different if they made it now. Absolutely. This was like such a picture of the 90s. Yeah. And I love it absolutely great well that takes care of both of our movies so now i think it's time to make the connections chess pawns clock matches all physical objects man-made small in size light in weight that's the connection surprised to see me no then you're aware of it of what our connection and so we are all connected in the great circle of life. All right. So, Casey, what did you come up with for the connections between these two very different movies? <laughs> All right. My connections are uh, both movies are rom-coms, but have a strong father-son theme. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, both movies don't really fit into one category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Both of them are not 
true rom-coms. No. Um, <clears throat> both have men trying to coerce women they are interested in into dating and falling in love with them. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, yeah. And both of them were sort of like uh, underdog movies that like you didn't think were going to do good that did good. Right. Uh, I oh, would say okay. that like uh, that About Time is one that maybe a little bit more in that direction. Like people haven't still heard of it. I think most people have heard of Look Who's Talking. Yeah. Um, but both movies are underrated, right? Right. But yeah, About Time was like eighth highest grossing at the time, something like that. So it's oh okay, yeah, so it did, did good well. too. Yeah. Yeah, and so Look Who's Talking did really good too. <laughs> yes. For it's Ooh. crazy because like Disney like wouldn't do it. Like, a bunch of places turned it down and mm -hmm. said, no, 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 no. And then they got it made, and yeah. it did really well. It's so you crazy. just never know. No, you don't. And also, just don't give up. Never. Never! Um, so I'd say both feature awkward or unideal first encounters between the love interests. That's true. Uh, <laughs> both uh, leading men assume a character is a lesbian at some point. Like, Jimmy accuses Molly, and then Tim thinks that charlotte's friend is a or oh yeah. yeah that's true uh both feature male bonding particularly sons and fathers so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah i think we i yeah, love it we did it there's some connections there we did there it. is we did it um so with the connections out of the way you know if you found yourself really enjoying either one of these movies uh we did a little bit of movie matchmaking for ya. But look at this nice thing though we have here. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. So Casey, let's start with you. All right. My matchmaking matches, can't speak, are, <laughs> if you liked Look Who's Talking, you would probably like Three Men and a Baby. Nice. Baby Stay Out. Hey. Nine months. Nine months, yeah. Father of the Bride. Father of the Bride. You know, they just remade that. I did know, but I haven't seen it. I have no desire like to. It looks no. like... Yeah. Like, why? Why would you... <laughs> Again, that's like something that's so 90s. It like lives there in my heart. And I'm like, this is great. So why would you remake it? Right. And why would you do that? Do you like, you like that movie? Father of the Bride? I did like that movie. What about the second one? Uh, I'm trying to remember the second one. Yeah, right. Probably. <laughs> it's where the mom and the daughter are pregnant, I think. Oh, God. I mean, I definitely did watch it. Mm -hmm. Of course, baby. Potential babies. Babies, man. There are babies. And there's <laughs> chaos in that film. Uh, Steve Martin's pretty good, too. Yeah, great. Uh, I did watch it. I don't know that I would like it now, yeah. but I do remember like thinking it was really funny and like, oh my god, this mom and her daughter are pregnant at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Awesome. So, and for if you enjoyed about time, you might enjoy the time traveler's wife. Now, <laughs> is the time traveler's wife a TV show now? Am I mistaken? I feel like they did make it into a TV show. Yeah, and I hear which... getting some mixed, uh, yeah, kind of. I think that the book, the people who read The Time Traveler's Wife as a book love the show, but the people who didn't read the book don't care for it. Yeah. Um, and I get it because I read the book and then I watched the movie and I was so disappointed. Oh. 
Okay. Um, because there's like a lot of intricacies that the, the movie didn't capture hmm. um, that I think the TV show would, but I haven't watched it. I but see. I probably will. Okay. But I haven't yet. Cool. Um, Palm Springs, which we actually covered. In yeah. Season, I think it was our first episode. So good. And then uh, the movie Her, which is on the list and might be covered this season. So. Oh, I've seen it. Her? Oh, okay, good. The computer one? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Pretty good movie. I think, like, tonally, it kind of matches. uh... It totally does. You're right. Yeah. Um, Awesome. So there's your matchmaking. Uh, Now, how about some recommendations? Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend... I just watched the new George Carlin two-part documentary from Judd Apatow called George Carlin's American Dream. Um, basically a two-part highlight reel of George Carlin's better stuff. Uh, not the best documentary, but you do get, I, I mean, again, you get to see highlights of George Carlin, which is good stuff. So, Yeah. It's on uh, HBO Max, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to recommend a TV show on Amazon Prime called Four More Shots, Please. Oh, um, okay. It's an Indian television show about four women in Mumbai um it switches between English and Hindu so I recommend using subtitles because they like very much in the same sentence will speak some English and some Hindu okay um but it's really good it's sort of like the Indian version of Sex in the City nice. with a little more empowerment I think um okay. and and it's I think it's like double empowering too because it's like in India, where there's still a lot of setbacks for women. Yeah. Um, and they really touch on that as well. Uh, really interesting and good show. I don't even know how I, like, happened <laughs> upon it, but I sounds did, and great. I'm kind of hooked. That sounds fucking awesome. Hell yeah. It is. Four more shots, please? Yes. Very good. Awesome. Where's that available? Amazon Prime. It's a Prime original show. Wow. Interesting. It's great. Um, Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed what you heard here today, you can... We have forgotten to do this, by the way, for the past couple of episodes. Um, if you enjoyed what you heard here today, you can uh, follow us on Instagram. Yes, at the Movie Connection, all one word. Um, or you can follow us individually, me at Jacob Bean Watson. And me at Casey Schwartz. We've also got a Facebook, and mm-hmm. uh, you know you can send us an email. At movieconnectionpodcast at gmail.com. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, just follow us on any of those social sites. You know, head on over to Apple Podcasts to give us a five-star review if you yeah. like. That'd be most appreciated. Share um, us with your friends. That'd be awesome. Um, great. We got recommendations. And now is it time for the moment we've all been waiting for? I think so. All right. The movies that we will be watching next week. So, Casey, what would you like me to watch? Next week, I'm assigning you The Upside. Oh, The Upside. Good old Brian Cranston. I, That's uh, right. I love his TV work. Let's see him in a movie. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, and for you, I will have you watch. You know what? Things have been too light and happy around here lately. Oh, no. So I'm going to have you watch Training Day, starring Denzel Washington and Ethan Hawke. All right. Two great actors in a very dark movie. You're going to love it. Excellent.
<laughs> Mine is like um, a more uplifting film. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. Let's see if this is the one to break the show, folks. It could be. <laughs> Tune in next week. Uh, take care, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Bye. Surprised to see me? No. Then you're aware of, of what? Our connection. So we are all connected in the great circle of life. <laughs>